You're listening to Relationships and Chill, the podcast for singles and couples about how to find and cultivate the relationship you've always dreamed of based on trust and honest communication. Why waste your time going through the typical dating obstacle course only to end up with drama, jealousy, and heartbreak when you can find the love of your life and live happily ever after? So sit back, chill, and get ready to make relationships great again. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to Relationships and Chill. Well, this is a very special episode and I'm going to tell you why. First of all, Relationships and Chill. This is a podcast that we created because we want to make relationships great again. Our aim is to provide the best possible relationship advice from real perspectives, just an honest dialogue between whoever I can find. (laughs) But today I have a very extremely special guest. It's amazing because our relationship, the relationship I have with my guest is the reason why I know the information that I provide works for uh, quite a few people. But I know it works wonders because I am a product and my relationship with this woman is a product of the information that I've learned and that I use to obtain this type of, this level of relationship. So this woman that I'm about to introduce is my woman, my wife. Um, Today we're actually celebrating our fourth anniversary, but it's also my birthday. So today is my birthday, June the 1st, 2018. Get a chance to reflect over 36 years of life, four years of marriage, and I get to express those sentiments to you guys, the audience, the listening audience, for your listening pleasure. So without further ado, I want to introduce you guys to the love of my life, the person I am uh, happily married to, madly in love with, and all the etc. Elulu or Coach Elulu is what I like to call her. So you guys uh, welcome Coach Elulu to the show. Hey everybody. <laughs> Such a sweet introduction. <laughs> I know, I know baby, I know. So anyway, um, so much to talk about. Today we want to... Um, Welcome you guys to the show, new listeners. Thank you for uh, tuning in, listening to what we got going on. Uh, Like I said, our aim is to provide the best relationship advice for singles, for married people, people in relationships, wherever you are. I think this information applies to everyone because it really deals with taking an internal look at yourself and observing the things and the people that you're attracting and the and not just the people that you're attracting, but the things that you're attracting out of people. So a lot of times we're in relationships and we're not understanding or seeing why certain people are exhibiting certain traits and characteristics towards us, but not towards other people that they may interact with. And so many times is really just reflection of what you accept, if that makes sense. It's a reflection of who you are Because what we project out is what we receive in. What we allow is what people will tend to give to us as a result of our internal dialogue. 
um, people can only do so much to the extent of what you allow them to do. So it's great to take an internal look at the things that you're experiencing in your life to get a better view of what's going on internally, the internal dialogue and the internal issues that you have yet addressed that are causing you to repeat cycles and repeat types of people that you previously said you wouldn't deal with or you know they're they're not good for you and so our aim is to kind of help a lot of that stuff out but without further ado i want to talk to you guys talk to me and my woman are gonna just have a just an open dialogue about some things that we believe can help you or help anybody build great relationships and we're going to talk about how we built our great relationship because I'm not saying we're we have a great relationship because it's flawless or because it's completed. I'm saying this is 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 great because we understand that we're continuously growing. And with that understanding, her growth, I have to be observant of her growth and be interested in her growth as well as her her being interested in my growth. Would you say that's true, baby? Oh yeah. So as we're growing as individuals, that growth can either one of two, it can either do one of two things. It can help the relationship or it can hinder the relationship, depending on the two individuals that are involved in the relationship. Because as you lose or gain more interest in your partner, that translates into a more of a sharing environment where the two people feel as though they're contributing to the relationship and also it gives you opportunity to get to know that person a lot better which keeps it fresh because as we're changing we're constantly growing we're constantly becoming something and someone different and a lot of times people lose that observation of the other person in the relationship and it causes them to lose sight of who they are so they look back at each other after 5, 10, 15 years, and like, who are you? They don't really know each other because they have developed two separate lives that are not inclusive of the other person. Mm-hmm. So what we try to do is express our growth to each other, and we have open communications when we have a problem or whenever we have issues or whenever we have thoughts about things. We express those things. And another, another thing, one thing I, I have observed a couple things, but one thing I really have observed is I know a lot of my friends, they contact me when they're having relationship issues, right? And they call, they always call me wanting to know what I think about things, how I view things and just my perspective. And I always lead it back to them. I put the ball in their court to, to say, well, what are you doing about it? Or why aren't you doing this when you know that's the most obvious thing? Why aren't you talking to the person you're having a problem with instead of talking to everybody else but that person about their problem, the problem that you're having with them? So a lot of people tend to um, tend to kind of steer away from the direct conflict of dealing with the person head on as opposed to letting letting it out and blowing off the steam towards somebody who has nothing to do with the issue. And so I observed that and I was like, I'm not, we're not going to have that kind of, I don't want that kind of issue. I want me and my woman to have that dialogue with each other as opposed to 
having it with everybody else. Because then a lot of times what happens in those situations is people become closer with the person that's outside of the relationship as opposed to the person that's inside of the relationship. Problems are really designed to help the relationship grow if you attack them and deal with them directly as opposed to dealing with other people. So what tends to happen is you have a problem with one person, with the person you're with, and you talk to your friends about it. And as you talk to your friends about it, the relationship with those friends continues to grow stronger and stronger because you trust them. They tr- they're trusting you. They know more about you. You know more ab- about them. They're, they're agreeing with you. And so all, all these different elements come together and the relationship is with the friends are getting stronger, but the relationship with the person with the problem is getting weaker. So a lot of the times that causes a conflict within relationships because now you know, you got a problem with the person that you're with, the the person who who doesn't know or who the person has a problem with, say a husband has a problem with his wife, but he talks to his female friends or other friends about the problems that he has with his wife. So now his relationship with the female friends are growing stronger, but his relationship with the woman that he's directly dealing with is growing weaker. So that becomes a problem between the woman, the wife that looks at the friends as more of a confidant than her. And that becomes a problem. That becomes a problem. And a lot of women don't like don't like their husband or men don't like women having having relationships with men because they people understand that dynamic. That if you have an issue, more than likely you're going to go to the person you you feel more comfortable with sharing that type of information with. And a little bit the more that you share with the person, the more comfortable you get get with them. And the more you start sharing to where you share real personal details about that person. The, the husband or the wife, the the significant other that you're in a relationship with. And that becomes a major problem in relationships. Correct, baby? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm doing a lot of the talking. But, I know. <laughs> but trust me, she has a lot to say because, <laughs> because we've been through a lot um, in our relationship. We've been through a whole lot. We've been through everything pretty much you can possibly imagine. But we've managed to keep it self-contained because we set upon the ideology that we were going to confide in one another as opposed to other people. Yeah. And we wanted to have that dialogue, any dialogue, the hardest dialogues you can have. We wanted to have, we've had them. Yes. You know what I mean? So it makes (laughs) everything else a little bit easier because it's like, okay, I know you. And I think that that open dialogue that you have in the relationship opens up another layer to the person that you decided to be with. Mm -hmm. It causes you to, um, really know the person their internals their their real true way of being their true the true person you know you get to know the true person not the facade not the person that's perpetuated out in public not the person that they want you to believe they are right the truth makes you free for one thing but the truth also makes the other person free to love you the way that you need to be loved right and so and that's very important because i think a lot of people don't love <laughs> this is probably a little touchy but a, a lot of people don't really i don't think a lot of people are really in love i don't think mo- most people that are in relationships i really don't think that they're in love mm-hmm. i think they're in fear of losing that person uh, there's a yeah, there's a very thin line. i think there's a very thin line between fear and love i definitely agree <laughs> i can i can see that yeah 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 I mean, I think some like most people that I talk to, they're rather they'll rather deal with the stuff they 
they know they shouldn't deal with and they tell all their friends, I ain't going to put up with this and I ain't going to do this and I ain't going to do that. But then they be right back with the person like a few weeks later after everything blow, blew over. Mm-hmm. But I think it's more so the idea of the person that they're in love with. And so they try to change them into their idea of how they should be. And so the fear of not, well, first of all, not being able to change that person into the idea that they believe they should be is one problem. But also not having the idea of how the person should be or how they should be in love with that person. So you can have an idea of like, okay, we're going to be married and live here and have this many kids and, you know, we're going to build an empire together. Yeah. And then that person does something that's contrary to what they believe a person in a relationship should do. And now all of a sudden they like telling all their friends and they're heartbroken and all that kind of stuff. But then like a few weeks later, they're right back with them. So what do you think about that, baby? I feel like they, they do love one another, but like you were saying that, that barrier of fear, like in order to actually be in love with that person, you have to unveil all the masks mm-hmm. and you have to peel the onion right and for a lot of people they haven't even done that mm-hmm. for themselves you know like accepted their authentic self so that would be like a good first step because they don't even know how to to express that or share that with their or partner. even receive that yeah that's true or so even how receive can you re- it. Yeah, like how you can't can... like how can you recognize it too as well yeah if you haven't even recognize it within yourself you wouldn't even be able to receive that from another person because until you do the self-work on yourself and really dig into yourself and find out why do you continuously attract these types of problems or these types of people or why these types of situations keep happening to you Mm -hmm. most people just look at it like they point the finger you know they just like that guy did this to me this guy did that Mm -hmm. that guy did this or that woman did this that woman did that And she did this to me. And so that's why I'm in this position. Mm -hmm. Instead of taking a look and saying, well, what about me that caused some of these problems to happen? Yeah. Because it can't be all them. Exactly. You know what I mean? It can't be. They can't. Everybody else cannot be the problem every time. I guess they can be if you want to look at it that way. But it doesn't work. Yeah, but, you know, in every single situation, the common denominator is yourself. Right, exactly. So, so how can a person start the, the work? How do you think they can start mm. the work to get themselves out of the ruts that they're in? Meaning they keep repeating the same cycles, but they can't figure out. They, can put, they can't put their finger on what it is. And with the information we just told them, it starts with yourself. Everything is going to revolve around you. Right. How, how, do you. how does a person begin to start to moving in that direction to figuring out how to even recognize the problems? From an outside perspective. Like from a neutral position? Yeah. Well, with anything, if when you're in the middle of something, experiencing something like, or a situation you don't want to be in, you're in it. Mm-hmm. So you have all your emotions going on and things like that, which, which is normal, it's natural, it's fine. But I think the key thing that people can do is to document that. So definitely journaling. I know when we first met and you got me to start journaling, that has been like a huge help into seeing my patterns. You learn even more once you look back at like something you wrote last week. Mm. And then you're out of that situation. You're out of that mindset and you can Mm -hmm. clearly look at it as an outsider 
and be like, why was I so mad at this? Or mm-hmm. as you, you know, like things like that. And a more preventative thing that people can do is simplify. Because mm-hmm. people are, are running around doing everything. They're constantly bombarding themselves with conversations with all these different people, with music, with going out, with all these things that are outside of themselves. Like to really sit in stillness and in silence, that's huge. Like some, like just for an hour. So kind of like meditate. I Yeah, I guess okay. like that. But yeah, and just notice the thoughts that come up. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, I, I think for a lot of people, that's really hard to do because. It's uncomfortable. I mean, it's nothingness, you know, and people are really, I think it's a fear of nothingness. When I was like single, I always said this because I, I always recognize that, especially for women, that loneliness is a woman's kryptonite. it's like they women hate just nothingness like i mean like just sit in the house for however long it takes it could be a day it could be a week it could be however long it takes for you to just shake yourself off shake yourself from those previous engagements in the sense that because whenever we're dealing with people we're electromagnetic meaning that we give and we receive so whenever you're interacting and dealing with people uh, you're constantly feeding and receiving information, not just necessarily what that person is saying, but their energy, their vibe, their chemistry. You, you're receiving all these different internal dialogues and internal codes that people are having within themselves. They're constantly giving those to you and you're giving and you're receiving them and you're giving them your internal codes and dialogues to that person. And what tends to happen is over a collection of time, especially intimate relationships, what tends to happen is a collection of all these different meshes of energies and vibes and conversations and thoughts and all these different things become kind of internalized and conflicting. And so most people's only way to deal with that is to bring on someone else. And then that continuously fuels that internal. It's kind of like sweeping it under the rug. After you do it for so long, the rug's so high you can't even get in the room. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to first just lift up the rug and start getting it out. You know, some of the best advice I ever got, there's only one way to eat an elephant, one bite at a time. And you and you can tell me what you think. But I think a person has to go back to as far back as they can remember to start the process of digging through the rubble of previous relationships and previous interactions and engagements and mm-hmm. to figure out how to get there but you can only really do that through quietness yeah and reflecting yeah, exactly. yeah yeah but that's that's easier i mean it's not e- it's it's easy but it's not easy i think for me because of my the way my job being over the road and driving a lot i really do have a lot of time to sit back and kind of reflect and just have quiet time to yeah. just think about things yeah and just mind through all the different reasons why I do things. And I think these are some very good things to think about. Like, why do I do whatever? Why did I choose to be with this person? Why did I choose to not be with that person? Why did I say this as opposed to say something else? Why did I feel a way that I feel or felt then? Because Mm -hmm. we change so much. You know, the way people feel right now is not how people are going to feel in the next five to ten years so if you think back five or ten years ago you felt totally different about things mm-hmm. but those things those things add up they combine to equate to what you are experiencing right now 
basically to start off a person should do what it really like it i still really think it's just the silence it's the simplifying it's the isolation but those are different different steps i think what do you you think those are one all in one because i think you you have to simplify in order to get the quietness yeah it's 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 a lot like i'm just thinking back of of when i was going through what were you going through all that talk talk to the talk to (laughs) me what what, what were you going through baby (laughs) oh you were there i know i was there but i i'm trying to remember i know right it was it was just a lot because because you're a certain you're in a certain space Mm -hmm. so the transition from going from one space to another well what space were you specifically in I guess just a single mentality. Okay, which means what? Like, what? Give me a single. Give me your single mentality before me, like in a, in a in a condensed way. Um, I know what's best. I can take care of myself. I have complete control. I control everything. Learning, you know, once we met, learning to just, I guess, like lean in on your guidance and actually. I'm just laughing, thinking back, cause, cause I was a hard-headed woman, my love. <laughs> I think you were not as hard-headed as uh, as women typically are. I think you were easier. I know. I feel like me. I feel like I I I learned quickly, but just thinking like I I know best, like I'm right mm-hmm. all the time. So getting out of that mentality, it's just like just honestly looking at yourself and. And realizing like you don't know everything that was that was like a switch that I had to make and the journaling really did help I'm probably gonna say that over and over again because, uh, like do you find because yourself... you know what it is what? because when you go back and read over it uh-huh. you can't argue with it I mean you <laughs> the one true. that wrote it right that's true you can't argue but I like mean you... so you you actually have points in there where you argue with yourself you know how people give you advice and they be like oh you know do this, try this, things like that. But when you're actually reading your own words and talking about like, don't ever do this again and all this stuff, how are you going to argue with that? You're like, like that was you in that situation. So, and then, you know, most people, they don't, they're going to be like, oh, well, that was just that one situation. But then as you keep journaling and keep documenting all this stuff, you're going to see over the months that, oh, look, it happened again. And it happened, hey, look, three months ago, I wrote that same thing. Okay, so you begin to see a pattern. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so it's not necessarily like arguing with yourself, but it... Kind of observing yourself from a different perspective. Like you, you like it's just fact at that point. Like okay. there's no, like the emotion is completely gone out of it. But like what do you like, begin to see, I guess? Uh, I guess where do patterns. You, okay, so you patterns. do see the, the patterns that you perpetually think. You're outside of your own thoughts and you're able to see your way right your trends and, and patterns of thinking right okay okay that's and now that's a very humbling it's tracking. And that's what it is it's yeah, tracking yeah. yourself right just like you would what you eat else. yeah tracking what you eat tracking how much workout, what you spend. tracking yeah tracking your money mm-hmm. tracking you know whatever you're doing in your business and things like that i'm trying People to think need like, to apply that to themselves that's true. I'm trying to think, what do people typically, I guess the, the, the most common thing will be money because it's easy to kind of observe through your banking to see how what you spend money on. And like, I know for me, I did it 
when I go through it, I'm like, dang, I spent a lot of money at Walmart. Okay, so I mean, that's a good, that's definitely some good information that people should start tracking and should start just kind of simplifying. Now, I guess we can get more into what it means to simplify because it's hard to say, okay, it's hard to know when you have simplified. Like, how would a person know? Or like what you need to simplify? Well, how would a person know when they've simplified? Like, how does a person know? And the reason why, because you're decluttering in the in the process of simplifying. You're you're removing the things that are not necessary. You're removing things that are not necessary that are causing more. You use it all the time. Overwhelmed. Uh-huh. So when you feel overwhelmed, there's some some things that are on your plate that you haven't either dealt with, you haven't focused on to knock it out and get it out the way. And it's just a collection of different things that you have yet to fulfill. Would you say that's true? Yeah. But g- give me some more examples of when, like, for somebody to feel overwhelmed, because I'm trying to get to a point to where people can understand what it means to simplify. Like, how does a person know when they when they've simplified? You know, just got gotten to a point where they can say, "Okay, now I can breathe," to the point to where now I can see better because you got to think even if they're even if people journal they'll still have so many things it'll be hard to observe it'll be hard to see the patterns to observe those things i know we're here at relationship and chill we'll be helping you guys kind of walk through it a little bit more because it's it's really a, a very important step when as it relates to um getting to a point in your life where you can observe and another reason why this stuff is important because prior to me meeting you is what I had to do. So I was yeah. able to see you and know that you would be the ideal woman for me because my life had been so simplified that the clutter and the being overwhelmed wasn't clouding my judgment and the need to want to have somebody to take the edge off of life. Because, you know, when you get overwhelmed, you get stressed, you just want somebody to to focus in on so that you don't have to worry about all the other issues that you're having. Right. And I think a lot of the times and a lot of times in, in, in singleness, a lot of people do that. They, they go for the quick thing or the quick person that's right there. That's telling them everything they want to hear because they haven't taken the time to simplify and remove a lot of the clutter out of their lives so that they can recognize that this person is not really genuinely saying this they're only saying this because they believe that's what i want to hear mm-hmm. because if you haven't done it simplify remove the clutter become remove the stress and the being overwhelmed and then begin the, the process of digging and being honest and truthful with yourself you'll never be able to recognize when somebody is not being honest and truthful with you that's true so this is a very important step to building a great relationship. In order to build a great relationship, you first have to build a great relationship with your internal self. And how do you do that? And how do you do that, baby? Spend a lot of time with yourself. That's true. Isolation. Isolation. But that's the thing. <laughs> like People don't like isolation. I know. They really do not like isolation. They have to be with someone. Right. They have to be involved with somebody they have to have somebody in their lives in order to remove themselves from themselves. Because mm-hmm. I always look at it like this, baby. Like, If you don't like being with yourself, what makes you think I'm going to like being with you? Exactly. Right. 
So <laughs> <laughs> if a woman or a man does not like being with themselves, you can call them boring or, or, or you know, square or whatever. Right. But at the end of the day, that's the, really the person that's really ideal because if I really like myself, like before I met you, of course I had other women, but I really enjoyed being by myself. Even now, you know, when we're apart because of work, like the time away, I enjoy that because I feel like when I come back, we have that thing. We have something new right. because at that point I'm, I've experienced new things that you didn't experience with me and you've experienced new things that you haven't experienced with me. Mm-hmm. It's good to be able to share new things. Another thing is great for building a great relationship is honest communication. That's my number one thing she'll tell you. My number Mm -hmm. one thing is honest communication. And the reason why it's not just communication is because lies are communication. Lies are a form of communication, not fully telling a person what you feel, how you feel in that moment is a form of communication. It's not honest. It's not truthful. It's not raw. It's not like from the source of who you are dialogue. It's still a form of communication. Withholding information is a form of communication. So just to say you communication is important, you're not specifying what kind of communication. So that means any communication is important to a relationship, which is so not true. What say ye, young lady? Uh, i'm gonna say i agree but it's just so funny because i was thinking about how you and i were talking how we were like oh maybe in regards to the podcast like it should just be you and i all the time Mm -hmm. but then the conversation it would it wouldn't be that diverse like yes we have like our own opinions and like different different views on or perspectives on things Mm -hmm. naturally we're two different people but just because we've been together for so long and because we're so in sync, mm-hmm. so we were even already being like, what? Like, it's just going to be like, yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> but, but I think it's good to hear, like, of course, they're going to hear from me in my way of saying it, but it's good to hear you say it and have a woman actually kind of agree with it because yeah. even with the, with, even with Christine and Lynn, you know, she's going to mainly agree with a lot of stuff because she knows a lot of stuff too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And she, she's rationalized it and she's had time to rationalize why it's true or why it works yeah. through the time that I've spent dialoguing with her. But who better than you to have these conversations with, because like you are the product of what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh Yeah. Our relationship is the product of this information. Like you would never think like this conversation I'm having with her. You would never think that we spend all day together. Like we are together in a relationship. Like we're literally <laughs> we, we're talking like friends or people that really just like see each other every once in a while. Yeah. But we do this every day. Like this is our everyday life. It may relationships are like fingerprints. You can't find the same one on any two people. Hmm. So every relationship is going to be different, but there's going to be some similarities. And the successful ones or the great ones have a certain code in them. And that code, from what I've seen, is just the interaction between the two people. The type of interaction, I should say. Right. The type of interaction is really a genuine one. It's like, 
they're being the, their true selves. Right. Yeah. They're not hiding anything. Mm-hmm. The, those are the, the great relationships. But in order to get to that point, it kind of goes back to what we're saying, that you have to have that honest dialogue within yourself to be able to recognize someone else who's had that honest dialogue within themselves. Right. To be able to... Now, it's a little bit different for a man and a woman, though. I will say that because I had to show you and teach you this stuff that we're that you've learned. So all Mm -hmm. this is a result of our relationship. Mm -hmm. And that's why relationships are so important, because it really and if you think about everything that you've gotten in this life, a job, a car, whatever it is, it's because of your relationships, your relationship with the bank, your relationship with the bank manager, bank teller, your relationship with the with the manager at your job, the relationship with your friend who hooked you up with the guy you're with or your relationship with whoever it is. Yeah. Everything is about relationships. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to create this podcast, Relationships and Chill, because it's just it doesn't just fall under the guise of romantic relationships. That's just a part of life. But right, that's just one. This is one aspect of it. Mm-hmm. But there are so many other relationships that we build based on certain elements that we find similar to each other. So I may have a friend that I only talk to him about basketball with because our similarities and what we recognize together is basketball. Mm-hmm. You may have a friend that you talk to exclusively about working out and things that relate to health, mm-hmm. but you don't talk to them about other things. Right. And yeah. so, so that's a relationship. Part of it, like for me, before I met you, I was always like, I want to have, I want that woman to be my best friend. You know what I mean? I want her to be, <laughs> I don't want no, just, I don't want to just be with somebody for the sake of being with them. I want somebody I can talk to and like literally talk to them about whatever it is. If I see a, a very, like the other day we were in Kroger, what was it yesterday? We were in Kroger yesterday. yesterday. And there was this nice looking young lady. She was like, sparkles. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we called her Sparkles, right? We saw her at, at, at the grocery store at Kroger's, and uh, I was like, my goodness! Like she was a nice looking Caucasian woman. Like she had like long hair. She had the sparkly jeans on, and when she walked by, I was like, sheesh! <laughs> I said, like, I gotta get another look at her, baby. And so my woman woman was like, what? (laughs) Like, not not like, oh, what are you, you know, like an upset one. It was just like, I got to, I can't believe it. what are we doing? Yeah, like, what are we doing type (laughs) of thing. And so I I like rolled back around, I doubled back around. I came back around. I was like, man, we had, we were obviously shopping. We were just in there just walking around. But we were obviously obviously shopping. So I, I spotted her again. And so I was like, okay, we're gonna we're going down this aisle. <laughs> I wanna get a closer look at this young lady. Now, she was a Caucasian lady, but she was built like a black woman. Like she was about six feet and she had like long hair and she had cakes. She had some some serious cakes in her back pocket. I was she like, sure did. I was like, man, we need to go to the bakery because she's stealing them cakes. <laughs> 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 she stole them cakes straight from the bakery. So, but now, um, so when we walked by and, uh, I, I was looking right at her and my woman was right there with me. So, I mean, but it, it's that honesty, it's that, that truthfulness of, cause she know I'm not going, I'm not leaving her. I'm not doing nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm just like observing, like 
Like this is the this is crazy. Like that type of, of observation. Like this is a nice looking Caucasian. You don't see this every day. So we ended up um, leaving, and she was in line. We were in another line, and so we get out the store, and she got she jumps in a, in a like a Mustang. I was like, okay, there's definitely a guy in the picture, but I I come to the conclusion that she had to be a stripper. She just smelled like she just had like that. Oh, that's how you. Came well, to that was part uh, yeah, initially because I she, she had like a whole bunch of perfume on, like you could smell her like. You can smell the perfume like ten feet away. Well, I'd oh. say about five, five to seven. Hey, right, baby, your nose. Your nose is better than mine, though. I try to work on my nose. <laughs> <laughs> I know stripper when I smell it. <laughs> no, nah, oh, well, I really don't goodness. know stripper when I smell it. Um, I said all that to say, like, you really have to enjoy times with your your woman and be genuinely who you are as a man, because it's gonna come out eventually. You know, it's gonna come out, and and that real and that real person that you are as a man is gonna exhibit itself. I mean, I can't lie to my woman and tell her I'm not interested, and I don't see other beautiful women or see beautiful women. I can't deny that. But what she has to know and what she has to understand is that she is more important than any of them that I'll ever see. And I think I do a good job of communicating that to her. Oh yeah. Okay. Did a great job, but but I think which is why I, you don't mind. I'm so confident in that area because you make me feel. Um, the only word I'm thinking of right now is safe in that aspect, but secure mm-hmm. is the word. Yeah, and and security is one of the biggest things for women, mm-hmm. as far as like not having to worry about your woman is. But I think every woman's definition and ideology of security is. Is slightly different, but I think that is a very key factor mm-hmm. in making sure that your woman feels secure. And I think it's good for women to express their security in their man. I think mm-hmm. that's very important too, that a woman can express that she feels as though she, she's important enough to him that he won't do anything to jeopardize her in mm-hmm. their their relationship. Yeah. So that's very important. Mm-hmm. That two people understand what how you as a woman feel secure, how I as a man can make you feel secure to help you understand that why I'm doing things or why I do things or why I don't do things to secure your security, if that makes sense. Yeah. 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 To make your make you feel secure about the security that you're placing in me. Because it's a trust thing. It's a it's a confidence and trust thing that, that you're relinquishing. When you say you you feel secure or you trust someone, but yeah, definitely having that honest communication is extremely important. But I think internally, and I had to show you, I had to teach honest, my and I'll add into honest, and I guess I would say like actively honest. Mm. I remember you got me one time because over time I've gotten better at it, but. It was definitely a struggle at first to be forthcoming. Like, I would eventually be honest with you, but you had to ask. Mm-hmm, right. Like, and so I remember you had gotten me to just like constantly. Don't think about talk, it. You will just constantly tell myself it was speak as. As it comes. As it comes. Right. Yeah. yeah. I remember just thinking like I had like just trying to like retrain myself because before I would tell you I would have like this whole internal conversation with myself of how 
rationalizing things and working it out and coming to my own conclusions and then by the end of it convincing myself like oh that's not that wasn't a big deal or it's Mm -hmm. not a big deal as opposed to going through that process with you then it becomes like a whole i mean that's something we're still working on though oh definitely yeah yeah we're still working on because we have times crazy like i mean but it's still kind of it's not as bad (laughs) and like like one one area of our lives at a time that I'm getting I mean, stronger and stronger. <laughs> I that's think, the way it, I don't but, know. but that's the thing. Like I'm committed to work with you on whatever it is that, mm-hmm. and, and I know you're the same way, you know, you're committed to work with me on whatever, but you can't work with me on something that you don't know, which is why it's yeah. important to have that honest, truthful dialogue. You right. know what I mean? It's, it's very important to have that friendship. That's why the, the friendship is important is because it is that layer that helps you remove the feeling that that person is trying to remove you or remove or trying to get out of the, the situation. But I think a lot of that stems from previous hurts and previous experiences with people mm-hmm. that would, that would use issues to get out of a relationship to say, okay, you do this. So I'm out. Right. You know what I mean? As opposed to you doing, you're doing this, but I want us to work. So I'm going to work with you. And work on us to get you to the point where you can feel secure enough and comfortable enough to express those things as it happens or whatever, whatever I'm needing at that moment. Because it's like in order for you to do your job at work, you have to know what your job is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They have to give you, you a description. Yeah, you need as much information to do your job properly. So it's like me as a man, I need as much information from her to be able to make sure that I don't feel as though I need another woman or I need to go here or go there because she's not giving me what I need to make this relationship work. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's very important to be able to express yourself, but that really, all this really starts within yourself and being honest with yourself, your shortcomings, the things you need to work on, the things that you said you were going to do, but didn't do the 10 pounds you said you were going to lose, but didn't lose the work, um, the work, the job that you say you wanted to get, but didn't never apply for it. The little things that you said you wanted to do are really possibly the reasons why part of the reason why you're constantly attracting some of the things that you're attracting, because every little bitty thing that you find you think is insignificant actually adds to the eventual problems that you will face because it's like if you tell yourself i want to be whatever i want to be a great husband or a great wife the process begins at that moment because now you've told yourself that you wanted to be that so now you have all these new fresh ideas that you didn't know were attached to being a great husband or a great wife like okay i want to start a business or i want to get in shape or i want to learn how to cook I want to learn how to how to garden or farm and then you don't do it. So now you're rejecting the things that you are supposed to be doing to attract or become the person that is a good husband or a good wife. So they're all attached to each other. Once you set that thing in in motion and you want the process to start, the things that you attract and the things that you begin to think about that you want to do or need to do or should be doing that are good that coincide with being a good whatever husband or wife, those things are part of the stepping stones to becoming a great 
wife or a great husband in order to have a great relationship because you can't have something great if you're not great mm-hmm. so the process of being great is the process within yourself of saying this is what i need to do and then actually following through and do it now do i do it or do we do it 100 percent of the time no but this is the ideal the ideology that we're working towards we know this and but you know if you get majority of the things right then majority of things you attract and become majority of the things that you say you were, you want it to be. Right. So I think that's very important. You got anything to add to that? Mm, no. You said that beautifully, my <laughs> love. Thank you, baby. It's always like, I just love it. Like if people see us having conversations or even like you having comfort like i love listening that's why i was so excited you were doing this podcast because i love listening to you have conversations with people mm-hmm. and it's the same thing even the conversation you're having with me i just love listening to it and so it's just like because i'm constantly still learning from you and so it's just like taking it in taking it in like yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i love it because you know how i am Mm-hmm. How do you feel? Do you feel that helps our relationship? You talking to all these people, or the the way I am in terms of like I'm always I talk to you like that, like you said I talk to, like even having conversations with you I have conversations with everybody like that. I think I think I think a similarity that between the both of us is our curiosity in learning and understanding people. Um, as well as ourselves, like with ourselves and one another. So like my, like my position when I'm hearing you talk to all these people is like I was saying, like I enjoy listening in the conversation cause I'm learning and then I'm asking myself same, like same questions and applying like different situations if i've been in something similar it's like like i enjoy it like it's just an interest of mine Mm -hmm. and then also listening to you speak and how your logic of 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 you know whatever you're talking about so i think that the fact that we're we have that similar interest i think helps make us work a similar really interest are. as far as learning about people and different learning uh, and understanding about people and ourselves and with one another like we're we're just constantly curious about each other okay does that make sense it makes a lot of sense um it makes you but does it does, what does it do to you i, I well here's a here's another question that kind of highlights what i'm saying what what does it do to you to see me interact and express these different elements to different people excited okay excited. i love it at that because i see you like i see you in like doing something that you love like i see how you light up and how you like really get into it mm-hmm. and so it just like it excites me and i like i can i live on like i could live off of it i love it <laughs> <laughs> you see me you know how i am whenever you're talking to people like i don't rush you i'm like yeah, yeah keep talking yeah that's true you never rush you never like try to make um try to make things speed up or whatever or even agitated or like i don't i don't get that from you because you know this is like naturally who i am 
Yeah. You know, and I and, and I think that's great. I think that's great, and so that you believe now in our private time because I'm st- I'm still kind of working around the, the question in our private time when we're alone. How do you how do how do how are we when we're alone? Let's just talk about that. Like when we're just it's just us two in the house, which is all the time. Obviously, we don't have any kids or anything. But I mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, as opposed to being out in public, I I think we're pretty consistent. Yeah. I mean, I it's know like, we're pretty consistent. Like I was saying, like the same thing. How that curiosity and how we see one another and like our authentic selves and, and just enjoy um I guess observing one another like doing things like we really love it's like the same thing when we're at home you love working on your podcast or um researching everything <laughs> <laughs> you know whatever interests you have going on like you're really good at that and you enjoy that and you know you're off doing that thing and i love watching my tv shows Ooh. i love having my doing my workouts working on my business which like, is it's <laughs> <laughs> a great segue i know right <laughs> which is helping people with their health and fitness and working with them online koshi lulu <laughs> that's her that's my I woman used to talking about it like that but yeah so if you want to see more on that, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Coach Alulu. But yeah, so like I and like you see me, I enjoy working on that. You enjoy working on your own thing. You you listen to all you know, uh, what do they call like interviews like after the games mm-hmm. and like you know stuff like that. And that's 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 it's like very that's simple, your, right? it's, it's very simple. We have a very simplistic life. Like it's we very, really yeah. we're like an old couple. We're like. We it, it seems like we've been together for like fifty years, right? But it's only been four. I think a lot of that is because we're simple. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of that is just because we we we're simple individually. But I mean, I know for you, <laughs> when I first met you, you were a young say. tender, twenty four years old. So <laughs> you were all over the place. I had to slow you down, woman. I had to literally yeah. lasso you down. Yeah. Cause I was pretty much done in the beginning. Yeah. I, was, I was like, man, I ain't got it time got, for this. It was close. Yeah, it was a close call. It was a few close calls that we had. Um, just you know, me being I was thirty. I'm like I'm six years older than her. So me being thirty, I was at a place where I was like, I, I ain't. I don't really have to go out, and I was in a place where you know, like I don't have to. And just me as as a person, I'm not the type of person that people just be like come on let's go over here let's do this and you know let's go out and let's party like i don't i don't do none of that so i was already pretty much settled and i've always been like that i'm always the person calling people as opposed to the person being called Mm -hmm. so i'm always that person like i'm i'm calling people because i I really like my quiet time so i really hate when people call me and i'm doing something and i'm quiet like man why is this person calling me and they're like the only person that called me that week you know what I mean? They're like I got like a whole bunch of people calling, like every day, unless it's work related. But like friends, I I'm, I have friends that I ain't talked to in years. But if I talk to them today, it'll be like we never skipped a beat. Mm-hmm. It'll be like we just talked two days ago. 
but I'm I'm a very simple person. I don't really like to get caught up in a lot of stuff. All my friends are really laid back too. I don't really have any friends that I you know that you call your turn up friends where they always ready to go and do something. I don't really have friends like that. My friends are plan ahead friends. I got them kind of friends. I got them. Kind of, hey man, you gotta let me know a week or two in advance before I can go out. <laughs> 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 I got them kind of friends, but I'm I'm like that too. Like you know, unless it's and really, it's not even only person I'm like that with is probably my dad, like pops, where we'll just pop up and see him and hang out with him. I think he's my my dad is my closest friend, you know, male friend. Mm-hmm. Besides you, of course. I think I think that's why we work well so well together is because our common ground is simplicity. We don't really have we don't really need a lot. No, you know. I think our our relationship is secure enough to enjoy the simplicity of being just with you and I mm-hmm. and being in the house. I always wonder, like, why do people, why would a person get married or be in a relationship with somebody they didn't want to be with? Because I remember I was uh, at the Y and uh, I was going to try, what was it? Uh, the martial what? arts class? Yeah, the with the oh, old folks. Oh, the old uh, folks. Tai Chi. Tai Chi. Yeah, I was gonna be. I was gonna. I wanted to be one of them old dudes that be doing Tai in Chi the in the park. Suit. Yeah, the tracksuit. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be one of them dudes like the windbreakers with on. the rib break on, the hat on, <laughs> just doing Tai Chi in the morning, early in the morning. Crack of dawn. The crack of dawn. I want to yeah. be one of them dudes. So I went to the Tai Chi class, but the dude didn't show up. So this older lady was out there. I mean, her just started talking and she was like, she's on her second marriage or maybe it was a third. And she was like, I, I have to come here just to get away from my husband, you know, just to get away from. Him. I was like, Shh. I was like, that's the last reason I can't. I want I actually want to do Tai Chi. And she was like, well, you got to have time away from. Him. I was like, no, no, you don't like you don't have to like it, it's more so like stuff you may want to do by yourself. Or, you know, just something that you're interested in that really that. But it's not that I don't want to be around you. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I know you have shows that you want to watch, but it's not because you don't want to be around. It's just that's what you want to watch. Right. And I just don't want to watch it. Yeah. And so but, you know, I I understand like sometimes like I might want to just be in a room by myself, but no more than about a couple hours. You know what I mean? Like no more than about an hour or two. I'll be back there. I'll be like, hey, baby, what you doing? Yeah, <laughs> and I gotta, I gotta have Aren't her. Come. We like, or even like, I know sometimes it can be longer, but we still like pass by, check in on one another. Mm-hmm. We just need to like give a hug or. I don't no, know. no, you need that. I need that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm chilling. I like to just yeah. <laughs> I just be laid back and, uh, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I I don't see the reason to be with somebody that you can't be around. And I think a lot of that stems from not having that authentic friendship and not being your authentic true self. I think a lot of it's just pent up frustration. So you if you can't say I'm upset because of this or you're doing this and I don't like it, then you'll bury it under you'll sweep it under the rug and then eventually you'll just be like, I don't want to just be around them. I'll just go mm-hmm. wherever I go go to the to the bar, to the strip club to get away. Mm-hmm. But it's because there's so many unresolved issues that people don't really converse about. Like not too long ago, the issue I brought to your attention was that you're so busy working on this that you're not you're forgetting what's important, which is our relationship. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? Like this, I understand this is a new thing, but I waited about a week to just see if <laughs> if you were gonna like figure it, it out. I wasn't getting it. I was it. like, man, this woman <laughs> is focused. She is she is locked in. I was like, listen, woman, I get it. You're locked in, but don't forget the most important thing here, which is our relationship. Yeah. This that's the most important thing here. Like that is a is a addition to what we have going on but you can't neglect the main thing to focus on the addition mm-hmm. that's the same thing with children too but that's a whole nother conversation there's a whole other conversation there's a whole nother conversation because the the that's probably gonna dig into some some all kinds of stuff but that's how it works uh, for us as far as the simplicity of our relationship and yeah. the openness and the friendship and the the security and you know the interest because the interest is what allows us to have the friendship mm-hmm. and that's what allows us to work so well together is because and and i don't feel a way by you having different interests mm-hmm. than i do mm-hmm. like you may you like to show friends i don't like to show friends mm-hmm. i like new girl you know what i mean <laughs> you put me on a new girl <laughs> i mean i like that show i can watch that show with you but that's the beauty of having separate interests. Right. But the majority of our interests are similar. So it it makes us really good friends. You I know. agree. Yeah. I think, too, what helps our relationship and keep it so strong is that we both understand that it's alive in the sense. Like, it's this living thing that's constantly evolving and changing and it. It's always going to be that way as mm-hmm. opposed to thinking of a relationship as a goal that you reached, like an end result kind mm. of thing. So I think that helps because then it just forces you to actively think about it and actively participate in it. Mm-hmm. And you understand like it's just this. It's progressive. Yeah. As opposed to just something that like like you said, most people just get into relationships and think that's it like like okay we're i'm together. married now yeah we're together and or i have a boyfriend now or a and these are now. the set things that we have to do <clears throat> you know what i mean and that's it there's no growth there's no progression it's just we were basing everything on five years ago or a year ago mm-hmm. when we first got into a relationship or we first got married yeah as opposed to like i'm a different person now like like i said before the person you were five years ago is totally different from the person you are now. Mm-hmm. And five years from now, you're going to be a totally different person than you are now. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be growth and there's going to be change and there's going to be things you like now that you won't like in five years or things that you like five years ago you don't like now. So if those things are true about you knowing that within yourself, imagine dealing with somebody who has no clue of your changes. Or hasn't observed the changes you've made in the last five years. Mm-hmm. Most people don't even observe their own changes in five years. They just yeah. think they're the same person. Right. And so they're basing their lives on who they used to be. Mm-hmm. And there's no progression. But then that is stagnant in and of itself. So naturally the relationship is going to be stagnant. And then most people just end up just fading out, getting mm-hmm. a divorce, breaking up, and just leaving the relationship where it is because it's it's literally dead yeah because there there was no growth and it's just like a life like as a human we have our lives that we start off in an infancy stage or a fetus stage 
it's growing. Mm-hmm. It's growing and it's being incubated where you guys are like constantly spending time together. You're always around each other. You're you're protected. Mm-hmm. But as the relationship grows and and is birthed into an actual relationship, then now the process starts of strengthening up those legs and those muscles so that you can walk. Yeah. And you can run and you can talk. You know, all those different things are being worked on and those are the different aspects of the relationship, the friendship, the the truthful communication, the dialogue, the the interests, the time, the honest security, the acceptance, all the different things that make a relationship great. Those are the things that are being developed. But most people stop growing. They stop pretty much around around that point. Yeah. And they never progress. So they have really a childlike relationship. It's very basic. There's no right, aspect regardless to Regardless of how long they've been together. Regardless of how long they've been together. They yeah. have the a very generic relationship because it hasn't developed past that into like the adolescent phase. It's still mm-hmm. in the childhood phase. And so then you start being, you start simplifying in the complexities of the relationship. Meaning that as you progress and I progress, we have to stay right here in pocket and have those honest communication moments and know where we are at any given moment. Matter of fact, somebody posted on Facebook that they believe that uh, a relationship should have like a, every, like a review every 30 days or 90 days, a, <laughs> a performance review. Uh, and I said daily. Yeah. You really need a daily performance review every day in a relationship because it, it changes so fast. Interest changes so fast. And it's so subtle how it changes that people don't even realize that something had changed until two years from the change, mm-hmm. you know, or or six months from the change. Mm-hmm. Because you can have people madly in love and the next thing you know, they're not together anymore. You're like, what happened? Like, right. why are y'all ain't together? And that's because they, they neglected to take into account the things that that person was trying to communicate about their change. They forgot to to observe those things and add themselves into that life because two people are coming together to create one life. That's what a relationship is. It's two lives being blended into one. Mm-hmm. With you know, of course, there's going to be some things. Like I said, you may be interested in some things. I may be interested in some different things. But it's good because it adds to my overall perspective, which which can be used to make our relationship stronger as long as we communicate with each other and not other people. Mm-hmm honestly communicate so like i said before people have these conversations and these problems with other people that are outside of the relationship and strengthen the bonds with those people when that situation or that issue was meant to strengthen and grow the relationship between the two people in that relationship but bringing the third fourth fifth sixth seventh eighth wheel into the relationship is only gonna weaken the main relationship mm-hmm. if it's not secure enough and not pass through that person first so we're gonna um kind of get to the end of this because we we can talk about this kind of stuff all night but what are some of the things that women can do as a single as single women that are looking to meet a man that they can have a great relationship with i think just understanding like sometimes i'll think about this like how i was before like what i would tell myself Mm. Um, to like prepare for you and again it's 
the isolation for sure and understanding who and what we are is what big because a lot like a lot of women we've talked about this before like a, a lot of people i was the same too like we're always like just trying to imitate like male behavior mm-hmm. and and not just understanding and coming to grips with who and what we are like as a female and how we're designed and what that means with the isolation like understanding as a female we are designed to take things in and withhold them and grow them a Um, lot more than men because we all are electromagnetic so we do take and give right but even more so as as women so being very very um, well yeah that and being very strict with what you allow in your space like what you allow um yourself to listen to expose yourself to like be very very strict with the kind of exposure that you allow yourself to be around like what going to the clubs yeah going to the club be be more aware of like what the lyrics when i go back to like songs i used to listen to like this is what i was listening to what was constantly That's being true. put into my mind mm-hmm. <laughs> just like oh my god because the words I'm, are the power the words are the seeds yeah, yeah for, for thought thought seeds yeah which so eventually attract seeds so whatever you're thinking about whatever you perpetually think about is what you will perpetually think thoughts will eventually shape your reality right so, so be yeah. very cautious of the company you keep the surroundings that you put yourself into just isolating yourself so that you start to really understand who you are, what you need to feel, again, secure and and loved and also to understand the boundaries that help you stay true to yourself. Mm-hmm. And there's one other thing I was going to say. The journaling too, like some type of tracking. Oh, my gosh. Saying no. Learn to say no, <laughs> no. That was like my big thing because just the space that I was in, as you know, early twenties, female. A lot of women, we are people pleasers, and we just want to say yet like anytime someone want to ask me for a favor or go to a dinner or attend this or do this or that. Like learning to say no. And oh my gosh, now it feels so good to say no. <laughs> I remember my family was like shocked when I was making that transition. Like, mm-hmm. wait, you're not going to go to that family event? Like, you know, this and this. And like, just really learn what you need to like recenter yourself and then don't let anything distract you from it. I mean, I agree. It's tough for, that's why I say it's different it's tough. for women. Like, I know I can say it like now, and now, but shoot, tell me that back then. I was yeah. like, huh? <laughs> well, I mean, I think a lot of it is the relationship, too. I mean, our relationship kind of helped you to see that. And that's why it's so important that men really get get this type of information. So any men that you know, please have them listen, because this is very important because men haven't been taught, especially black men. We haven't been taught how to love, how to be in relationships. We haven't taught how to communicate and express. And you can listen to my episode called Man Talk, where the guys, they, I asked, I posed the question, are black men kind of stifled from communicating? And overwhelmingly, they said yes. And it was a room full of black men, about six, seven, eight of us. And like everybody consistently 
I don't know if that's the right word, but it's a good word. It's fe- it felt good. <laughs> but they all said, <laughs> they all said that, yes, it, it, black men haven't really been taught how to communicate. So if you can't really connect with that internal individual that's living inside of you, it's going to be hard to connect with anybody else on the external. Mm-hmm. And that's all communication is, is tapping into your true self and how you really see things and how you really feel and how you really view things in that moment and being able to to express those things verbally. And if you can't do that, then it's going to be hard to be in a relationship, which is why a lot of us black men have problems in relationships. It's hard to be vulnerable. It's hard to be expressive. It's hard to be genuine. It's hard to be truthful because there is that disconnect between what is true, what is genuine, what is truthful, what is honest, what is what is all these different things, what is vulnerability? What is it? Like, we don't know what it is. So how can we be vulnerable when we have never experienced it or never expressed it or even, never even thought about it to be aware to say, am I being vulnerable or not? And that's why women, a lot of women have to work with men. You guys have to work with us men, specifically black men, on how to be vulnerable, how to communicate and not feel feminine about it. I had to work on it. And but I did. It, it was it's actually a masculine thing to be able to communicate and express yourself very well. So the roles have really reversed. Whereas before it was really like the man was more expressive where the women were more quiet. But now you got the women more expressive and the men more quiet. And so that causes a lot of different problems because the men feel stifled and more inadequate to be able to explain and express themselves because they'll feel like they don't they'll feel weak. And they don't want to appear weak to their woman because then they feel like that woman won't confide in them as their leader. So appearing weak to a woman in any facet, whether it be communication, whether it be in physical strength, whether it be in financial strength, whatever it is, a man will quickly shy away from it, which is which causes him to not be truthful with you. So a lot of women think that men are just all this way or that way. But there's so many different facets and so many layers to it. This is going to take us a couple episodes to really break it down. And I know this one has been going on for quite a while. And I apologize, but this has been so good to have me and my woman on the same conversation. But for single people, I just want to say, just to kind of tie it all in, you know, the, the best things, unless you you wanted to, I'm going to let my woman speak if she has something to say about it. But What's that? Oh, I'm... It was no, I was just thinking further into my point about be very cautious and disciplined about what you allow, like what you expose yourself to. And then I was thinking like I was just going off of the the one thing where it just like clicked for me where I was like, okay, it was I can't I'm still not very good with scripture, but the one where it's like guard your heart or something yeah, like that. Guard your heart for out of it flows the issues of life. Yeah. So, and then you had made me realize like all the things, like the different ways to guard my heart, which was basically anything that is able to enter within me. So it's the ear gate and the eye gate. Yeah. Yeah. So what and, you hear, and, and what you, you see and, and what you eat. It's really all the five senses. They're all gates yeah. to get into the internals. Because if you remember correctly, when Eve ate of the, the fruit, it opened up her eyes. Mm-hmm. Well, Adam and Eve, it opened up their eyes, which is an internal spiritual thing. 
and they they accomplish that through food. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's a whole nother topic. That's a whole other <laughs> <Because> like <laughs> ten episodes. That episode. that I think too. That's part of why our relationship is so great too. Yeah. Our diet. Yeah. Our diet is very. A diet is very important to having that that bond with mm-hmm. the person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What you eat is very important. So, anyway, um, anything else, baby? No. Okay, you sure? Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> all right, so I, just to tie it all up, uh, singles, I think, um, singles and, and, and married folk are yeah. in a relationship, whatever it is. It's all similar. Um, it really just starts from inside. And whatever you have going on inside will reflect and project out to the outside. So be very careful and very, very mindful of what you're what you're allowing into your. It's it's just like food. I mean, what what you allow into your body is what's going to affect your body. So that means it's gonna affect your ex, your experience. Meaning, if you eat something that makes you sick, your whole day is shut down, or days are shut down because of something that you ate. And that's just talking about actual food. So we're talking about internal things that you ingest mentally, things you listen to, things you read, things you see, things you observe. Physically. Physically affect you internally, which in turn affects your physical experience. So if you're taking in stuff that's not good for you, um, that's that's affecting your spirit and and causing you to feel whatever kind of way we eventually become desensitized and that desensitization creates another problem in the sense that now things that are supposed to affect us don't affect us anymore we become kind of hardened and it's hard to get through through a hardened heart so you want to keep all as many distractions out of your life as possible and guard your ears, guard your eyes, guard your mouth, guard, guard everything. Guard everything because it will affect you in a way that it will be contradictory to what you believe you should have. So when you look at things and say, I should be here or I should be there in my life, and you're not there or haven't, have not gotten there or progressed in those areas, you got to look at what you're bringing in, what you're allowing in, because that thing that you're allowing in is the serpent in your garden and that can mess up the whole world (laughs) so anyway that's been this episode of relationships and chill i just wanted um like i said thank you guys for listening i know this has uh been a very long episode but it's uh it's been a very it's been very engaging i think we've given out a lot of things to think about um, I know me, me, my mentor gave me a lot of things to think about when I observed their relationship, and I and I wouldn't accept anything less. I wouldn't. I didn't want anything less than what I saw, and what I saw, I've gotten in my my version of it, which is something that I don't want to ever lose. So that's been this episode of Relationships and Chill. I am your host, Art Anthony, with my lovely wife, who is more than a co-host. She's more than, <laughs> she's me in a different form. Oh, yeah. She's the host, like I am the host. The other side of the host. Yeah, she's the other flip side of Thanks her. for having me, my love. Hey, baby, I appreciate you coming on to Relationships. Listen, you always welcome back. You welcome back whenever you feel 
as though you need to come back and you oh, got yeah. something to say. So thank you for coming on, my beautiful woman. I appreciate that. Listen, even the children, even the, the children saying, they happy the about that. Cheering. Even the children happy about that one. Now, this is one the kids can hear, but definitely you want to invite as many people. Let us know your thoughts. But tell people about our show. If if you got anything from it, please feel free to comment, leave some feedback, and like, subscribe, share with all the people that mm-hmm. you think might get some kind of benefit off of this. Because that's our aim. Our aim is to help relationships grow, and, and we want to make relationships great again. We really do. Our aim is to make them great, to make you have the person that you love and want to be with for the rest of your life and not have to, you know, worry about it, not have to think about it, but you know, we want to always be that beacon of, of hope for great relationships. So thank you for tuning in. It's been our Anthony has been real. It's been good. It's been real good. You guys uh catch us on the next one and we out. Peace. Thanks for listening to Relationships and Chill. For more information on cultivating the relationship of your dreams please follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Relationships and Chill or subscribe to our YouTube channel at Relationships and Chill TV. You can also visit our website at www.relationshipsandchill.com. Together, let's make relationships great again.